Blog Talk Radio. Yo, it's me, it's me, it's DDP. It's that time. I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met. Diamond Dallas Page started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's not your mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! Took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's, it's pretty cool. More than important, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. <laughs> DDP yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. high five. Well... Well, well, you heard the intro. It's about time for our Christmas vacation. This will be our last show of 2020. And may I be the first to say, good goddamn riddance. It has been a hell of a year for everybody. Uh, And we're here tonight, the last episode of DDP Radio Live, to party and to tell some inspiring stories and get people fired up, motivated. Maybe you'll laugh, maybe you'll cry. I don't care what it is. We're going to have a good time tonight. Got a great guest, and I am currently on the 174th floor of the DDP Radio Megaplex. The jingle bells are rocking. I go way up to the top of the tower on the top of the tallest part of the tallest part of the tallest building here at Megaplex, and I look way over yonder to Ontario. And in the mountaintop, I see a red light. Is it Rudolph? Is it a Christmas light? Is it a Christmas sleigh? No, it is one and only Crystal Stewart, the Christmas <laughs> crystal of DDP Radio. How are you, my friend? <laughs> I'm good. I'm the one that's red because of all the eggnog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it's been that year. It has. I hope you're drinking out of a moose mug because I'll be highly disappointed if you aren't. <laughs> You know I am. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it is that time. It is the final episode of DDP Radio of 2020. I can't believe this year has flown by. And I'm being sincere here through all of, and it's a rare moment of sincerity for me, if anybody knows me. Um, (laughs) uh, It's been a hell of a year with the lockdowns, and just everyone has been in so much pain and suffering. And I got to tell you that this show has been a real great outlet and a place of community for me. And every one of our guests and everyone who's called in or interacted with us on Facebook or, you know, anywhere else, uh, I appreciate you uh, more than you know. Uh, Especially this year, we all learned what's really important. And I think that we all stepped up as a community, as friends, as family, 
and uh, really kind of just pulled one each other, one another through 2020. So thank you to everybody, and thank you to Crystal, because I know how hard you work and how hard you. sometimes your, your medical situation causes things to be difficult, but you never falter. You're always kicking ass. You're always working hard and showing up for us here every day. So thank you, and uh, I appreciate everybody here. Aw. Thank you for being the best co-host ever. I'm so grateful to have you on the other side of the phone all the time and I couldn't do this without you and I just wanted to say thank you to Katie as well because really it's no fun ganging up on you without her so yeah (laughs) Merry Christmas Uh, Merry Christmas all right now and sincerity there we go (laughs) yep No, um, I appreciate it. So uh, we got an awesome show for you tonight. We're, we're finishing up 2020 with a bang, as you will. Yeah, we are. Um, uh, if you guys haven't had a chance yet, you got to go over to DDP's social media. He's got some killer uh, stuff they filmed for the holidays. And you know him. He's a Christmas crazy person. Um, I got a text earlier in the year looking at all the trucks and trucks and stuff he was hauling into his yard. And uh all I can think about is, like, you know, how do the neighbors sleep with all that light? But uh, he loves Christmas, and, and it's, I'm not as big of a Christmas. I like Christmas, but I don't like Christmas movies. I know most of them. I don't like Christmas music, and my wife, Katie, has found a way to weaponize Christmas music that whenever <laughs> I we go anywhere, she turns the Christmas music up loud, and you can't say shut it off because then you're just – everyone thinks you're a dick. But it's that's how – my Christmas has been just constantly arguing over the radio and Christmas music, but I do enjoy the friends and the festivity and the lights and all that stuff. And of course, presents because I'm a greedy person, but <laughs> I'm just <laughs> Good kidding. To know. All right. Good well, to let's know. get into this. We got a, a really fun, fun show tonight. And I've known this guy for a while. He's been bouncing around the GDPY community for a long time. And I know Crystal that you, always are making sure that we got the perfect guest for the perfect moment. And I know that the, the 23rd, the Christmas, the last spot is a coveted spot, but you went out there and found somebody who's got a lot of, a uh, lot to offer community, a lot of uh, motivation, a lot of inspiration, a lot of history with DDPY. So why don't you do our official intro and uh, tell our audience what you guys uh, have served up for us tonight for a guest on sure. DDP radio. So for the holiday episode, I didn't have to go too far um, because he is a friend of mine and I'm grateful to call him friend. Um, He's been around for a long time. So anybody who has been here knows that Graham has been around for a while. Um, I'm just really, really grateful to call him friend. And I figured this would be perfect because of all the year, you know, we've all had one of those years. It's just not been a fun year. So it's great just to sit around the table with a great group of friends and just talk. So I'm really, really grateful that everybody gets to hear how wonderful he is and how great his story is. He has a really great story. And, you know, it might not be typical, but every story here is not typical. So I'm really grateful to have my friend Graham O'Quinn here with us tonight. All right. Graham Bam, thank you, ma'am. Hello, Graham Bam. Graham O'Quinn, how are you, man? <laughs> I'm doing great. How are y'all doing? Good. Uh, wonderful, right. wonderful, wonderful. Happy holidays, my friend. Oh, happy holidays to y'all. And I tell you, Mikey, I'm the same way. I 
I am not, I'm not a lover of Christmas music. Now, I like Christmas movies, especially uh, 24 Hours of a Christmas Story. I'll sit there and watch it about five, six times. But something about this year, I don't know. It's I don't know if it's the the reaching to try to find a little bit of normalcy with as crazy as this year's been. But I haven't really minded the Christmas music this go around. Yeah, yeah it's been a weird. Us... Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead, Chris. I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say, it's been a really weird year where, you know, for the simplest things that we used to take for granted, we have to dig really, really deep for this year. Yeah, we sure do. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, you know, a lot of, famili- a lot of familiarity uh, has been kind of taken for granted. You know, I think a lot of reasons – uh, this has hit so hard is we didn't realize how much we needed it. I always consider myself, I'm like, oh, I'm I'm kind of a loner. I kind of like, I'm an introvert. I mean, yeah, an introvert. And then I realized I'm not at all an introvert. I just say that for some reason because I crave being around people constantly, but then tell people I don't want to be around anybody. But you realize in the <laughs> moment, like how much you depend on community <laughs> and, you know, social settings. It's It's been really crippling as a society. And I think you're right. I think that, you know, even this comfort in things that we didn't realize that were comfortable and even things we took for granted. And that's one of those things that, you know, the traditions and growing up around Christmas and the Christmas music or whatever you may celebrate, um, you know, is, is familiar. And it kind of reminds us uh, of, of a time where things were less chaotic and less crazy. But the good news is I think we're, we're all going to get through this and we're all going to get through this probably scarred at some level but I think we're all going to get through this. We're all going to pull each other through, uh, you know, uh, help each other through it. And, you know, Graham, you know, reading your story here and, and Crystal sent me a, a synopsis of what's been going on. And it's such a relatable story. And it's such a, you know, during difficult times, our dedication to something like this is tested and our will and our, our progress. And, you know, it's one of those things that when you stumble, it can knock someone down for good. But, with us surrounding ourselves with DDP people and DDPY, you know, you know, community that we have a, a network of people who is willing to reach out when they kind of feel one of us kind of stumble. And a lot of people's first instinct is to disappear when in all reality, they don't realize how common their story is. They're not, they're not an unusual thing to struggle. And a lot of us aren't open with our struggles. So it makes it kind of hard to reach out. And I know that you've had some ups and downs throughout your, your time here in DDPY as we all have. And I got to ask you, let's start at the beginning. The first time you started taking that plunge into DDPY, you know, your origin story, if you will, what was it that made you kind of seek something out in this program uh, to change the situation you were in? Well, it uh, it started with a doctor um, telling me that uh, if I didn't change what I was doing, I was going to wind up uh, in an early grave like my father. Um, and it's bad that it that it takes sometimes it takes an extreme like that to get your attention, but that's what it took for me. And um, at that time, I had uh, my kids were a lot younger, and um, you know, you as a parent, you want you have that wanting to uh, be around for a while. You want to see them graduate high school, see them get married with your grandchildren. And uh, that the fear that sets in when you have a, 
you know, a doctor look at you and, and tell you that if you don't change what you're doing, you're not going to be around to see that. And uh, so I just kind of started doing workouts here and there. Uh, at that time, P90X was real big. So, uh, yeah, I couldn't really afford the real P90X. So uh, I got the Walmart version of it. And uh, that just killed my joints. It's it's yep. so impactful. And uh, me, you know, I played football, you know, in high school, and my joints were already messed up to begin with, especially my my left knee and my hips. And I w- I would actually wake up the next morning feeling worse than when I went to bed. And I was like, if this is what getting fed is all about, I'm not I'm not into this. This is going to kill me right here. And then uh, I would just, you know, mindlessly flipping through, you know, Facebook and uh, wound up seeing a friend of mine who had, uh, I don't remember who it was, as older I get, my memory gets bad, and I don't remember who it was, but uh, had shared Arthur's video. And I just, for some reason, I decided to watch it. And he started, you know, telling his story. And all of a sudden, I see Diamond Dallas Page on there. Well, I'm a huge wrestling fan. Been a wrestling fan ever since I was little. My mother, uh, she raised me on uh, on the Sportatorium and the Von Erics. <laughs> and um, so, and when my father passed away, I was ten years old. And she used, she actually used that to kind of keep our minds off of reality. So we, I spent, I spent many a many a evening in the sportatorium because at that time it was it was entertaining it was cheap and it was a way for us to be distracted from what was really going on in our lives and uh and it was a way for her you know to kind of entertain you know two young children now that she was a single parent and um so i just had this immense love for professional wrestling and um had i'd followed uh, followed DDP's career from when you know he was just when he was a manager and, and you know just starting out and he became a you know active wrestler and became world champion. So I knew exactly who he was and uh, decided to kind of convince. It took some convincing, but convinced my wife to let me order the system. And at the you know at that time she is before she had gotten into it and, and found ex, you know extremely amazing results with it. Um, he was a wrestler. Uh, and again, you know, in all honesty, that was a little bit true. Um, but got the system in, did a, you know, did the first couple, you know, tutorials, the diamond dozen and everything. And my joints actually started within, within about two weeks, started to feel better than when I started. And I'm like, oh, I'm not used to this. I'm used to, been uh, barely being able to get out of bed after I work out, and then wow. just kept getting more, kept getting more, you know, doing the workouts, getting more intense, more intense, more intense, and actually wound up uh, within. So I started around 2012. Within about eight nine months, I had went from over 300 pounds down to about two. 20 to 25 and lowered my triglycerides from over 300 down to 72. Wow. And my, my doctor was in fact that my doctor, uh, he called me back in to get more blood work. Cause he 
he thought it, there was a he thought there was something wrong. He thought they had messed up at the lab because he'd never seen <laughs> uh, that dramatic a turnaround in anybody. Wow! And um, you know, I was it was it was amazing to me. I you know when uh, I was approached by Garrett to uh, you know write my story down and everything for the website. You know, I put on there you know never in a million years would I ever thought I'd ever have been able to accomplish what I did and that's the honest truth um, and you know having a bunch of success and everything and then uh, you know life just starts kind of getting to you after a while and you start you know kind of letting a little bit so oh, I, I, ain't, I don't have to work out tonight I'll be I'll be alright I'll be alright and just kind of getting in um, you know kind of yeah and I want to say your motivation kind of kind of diminishing, but um, you kind of let old old demons kind of rear their ugly heads. Uh, mm-hmm. And instead of, instead of you know, kind of fighting them off, you kind of, you know, let them come in a little bit, you know. And so, uh, you know, at a, the highest peak, you know, I started kind of descending a little bit. And, uh, you know, my whole journey has been a roller coaster, Um because I've, I've discovered, you know, I discovered a while back that uh, I'm an emotional eater. And uh, that just kind of goes back to, uh, you know, the elementary and the high school. You know, when you grow up as, the, you know, the quote, the fat kid, you know, and you get bullied and everything, you know, it's it sticks with you. And even at uh, almost, you know, next month, I'll be 40 years old. And I'm still fighting the exact same things I was back then. And uh, that's why I'm a, bit, I'm a huge ad, uh, advocate of of no tolerance bullying policies and things of that nature because I've lived it and I'm still uh, still living it at almost 45 years old with children on my own and um, uh, you know, especially especially right now with uh, with you know, all the lockdowns and with COVID and everything uh, you know you just kind of it's kind of a depressing time that we're in at the moment. Hopefully we're on the, we're on the downhill side of it with the vaccines coming out and everything. And, um, I, t- I, when I was approached by Crystal to, you know, to come on the show, you know, I, I told her I, that I don't really think I'm, you know, as where I'm at now, I really don't think I deserve to be on here. And, um, you know, she, uh, we're talking to her and got to think about it, you know, and the way with the times are right now, and I'm positive, you know, I'm not the only one kind of going through this. You know, you know, me not deserving to be on here. In fact, this is the I'm the perfect person to be on here right now. <laughs> yep, I agree. So when no, Graham, when you and I talked, sorry, Mike, when you and I talked, Graham, I the thing that kind of kept going through my mind is that it doesn't matter where you are. Because 2020 has been kind of a great equalizer for all of us. So for me, it was more important to have you on to recognize that, you know what, we don't all have the same path to success. We all have to fight for something. And this year, everything across the board seems to, you know, be that much more of a struggle. Yeah, it really has, um, especially, uh, you know, it's been like the, especially, you know, for me, uh, just personally, it's kind of been the perfect storm uh, of 
not really demotivation, but letting those, uh, like you know, said a while ago, you know, a minute ago, letting those demons come in because I, yep, uh, about uh, November, about late October, early November, 2019, I lost my mother um, to Alzheimer's and dementia, and then about two weeks later, I went in for elbow surgery, and then then COVID hit, so it was like a it was like a perfect storm, and uh, you know, I hate I hate to admit it but i'm kind of back to the start line again yeah and um trying to uh get out of the blocks and uh and you know knowing that i that now when i'm that starting i'm a little older and uh not really not really wiser but my joints are a little older so it's taking me a little you know a little more time to kind of you know uh really get back into it there's a lot of a lot of uh a lot of oil you know, they say you know, say it's oil for the tin man. Well, they, these knees of this tin man need need a lot of oil than it used to. <laughs> you know, it's um, you know, your story is so familiar to me, and I'm sure it is a lot of people too. Um, you know, it's been a really tough year for a lot of people. We we've said that you know, I've said that ad nauseum at this point. But um, like yourself, um, I lost my dad on December first of last year. And I was coming back home to oh, North Carolina. Oh, I, I appreciate it. I'm sorry about your mom too, man. I, it's, it's always really tough. Thank you. But my goal was to come back to Carolinas because I'm from New England and I went home for the funeral uh, around Christmas time and New and uh, Thanksgiving. And my goal was, I'm like, listen, if I just go in the house and just let this eat me up, the depression is going to take over. I'm going to find myself in a funk. So I had this perfect plan i'm like i'm gonna get out more than i've ever gotten out i'm gonna go bike i'm gonna walk i'm gonna do stuff we have amazing hiking trails and lakes here i'm really gonna just go out there and and do like social activities keep my mind positive and fresh and then covid hit and then suddenly you're dealing with all that grief as i'm sure you recognize and 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 hurt and trauma and depression and then suddenly you're locked inside on top of it so that snowball starts rolling. You add the pain of a surgery involved in that. Um, you know, it really kind of, it, it's a dark place to find yourself. And, and as much as you try to keep yourself up and keep your friends involved and, you know, at certain points it's, it gets really hard. And I know that the COVID made things difficult, but I know that there's a lot of people who can relate to that story. And when you said that you were the perfect person to be here today we on DDP radio, we always, we never want to feature always people who are at their goal weight or their, their goal yep. body size. We have the reason we do this show is so people can relate to people's story. And I guarantee you, there's a lot more people can relate to you where you're at right now than can the person who's the top level athlete, because the average person has those ups and downs and struggles. And the reason why you're a warrior and why you're here today is because I've seen you around since 2012 and it's 2020. And despite those struggles, you're still here and you're still showing up and you're still, no matter how long, how many breaks you've taken, no no matter how many stumbles and falls you've got, you started in 2012, it's 2020 and you're still here and you're still showing up. And that is the epitome of what we like to highlight people here. We don't want perfect people. We want people who show up and that's what you're doing, no matter how many times you've stumbled. And I love that you're here and I love that you're sharing the story because I think that people sometimes they're always quick to share their, you know, perfect headstand or their perfect weight loss picture or their topless muscle picture. 
But you notice as soon as people start to stumble, stumble, those pictures stop showing up. People disappear because they're not, they're ashamed to fall. They're proud of their success, but whenever they think they've let people down or they're ashamed, they disappear. And you're a great person to highlight because you've stumbled, you've struggled, you've fallen. We've all done that, but you're still here. And that's what's important is to reach out to people when uh, you're struggling. Reach out to the community when things are getting hard for you. And I love that you're here, and I'm glad that you're here to share that it's okay to stumble and fall as long as you keep showing up. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I'm I'm glad to I'm glad to still be here. Uh, I'm I'm uh, I'm stubborn as a mule. You know, I'm Texan, so I <laughs> you you can't get rid of me that easy. So I <laughs> so you, uh, I keep I keep you know I've been one of them uh, you know pretty much my whole life. If you tell me I can't do something, I'm gonna wind up doing it just to prove you wrong. Yep. And uh, you know, like you said, uh, uh, you know, when the decline, you know, when the decline you know, sets in, you kind of distance yourself from everybody. You know, I kind of fell into that too this past year. Yeah. Uh, anybody that follows my, you know, Facebook or Twitter or anything like that, you know, I post quite a bit, but I haven't really, you know, uh, in the past, you know, eight, you know, nine, 10 months, I've kind of distanced, distanced myself from everybody, which is one of the worst things you can do. Um, Cause our, our community is, is, has so many great people and we're we really you know we don't we don't call each other brother and sister just because it's, we actually are a family we love each other and it's it's amazing how uh you have you know care about and have feelings for people that you that some the majority of them even really never met face to face but you yep. watch their children grow up you've watched their successes you've watched their failures and they've watched yours and we're, we are, we honestly are a family, you know, dysfunctional at times, but, you know, what family isn't? But uh, that's the greatest, that's probably the greatest thing about about this program is the community and the people. And uh, I, you know, I fell into that trap, started distancing myself from, you know, from the, even from the usual people that I talk to uh, on, you know, on a daily basis or, you know, normally a daily basis, um, uh, you know, Kristen Nava and, and, uh, uh, yeah, and even Crystal and, uh, you know, I don't, I don't want to keep names. I'm going to wind up forgetting somebody. I like the Oscars. <laughs> but, uh, you don't want to, you don't want to forget anybody. And, uh, you know, it's, I'm speaking, cause I'm starting, I'm, I'm trying to, Get it my get it through my thick that I need to embrace you know get back into it and really embrace the community again, and it's uh you know after, after you've had a failure it's kind of hard to because uh you know so I don't you know I'm not sure I'm not the only one that feels this way you you gotta feel like you let everybody down especially you know as long as I've been here um you know because I know a lot of I know when I started. A lot of you know a lot of the ones that have had great success. You put on uh, you know you put on kind of, sort of a pedestal, now, you know, and you kind of think of them as celebrities and everything. You you know not realizing they're just they're people like everybody else. You know they they have you know they have their own demons, their own failures. You know nobody's perfect, and uh, you kind of when you do have stumble and fall, you kind of feel like you've let those people down, even let Dallas down, and um, 
you know, one thing I've, uh, you know, met him several times. And one thing about Dallas, he does not like excuses and he, nope. And by God, you, you best get back up. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's, you know, that's kind of a good, you know, good motivation tool to use too. Cause he, he is definitely in your corner and, uh, and it, you know every every single person of the DDP family is in your corner also. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, but that's, I mean that's the, such a great point. Yeah, the thing with Dallas is he'll be in your corner rooting for you all the time, but he is not going to do the work for you, right? That's right. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's working. No, nope, I, I agree. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry, man. I was gonna say, you know, he doesn't even, he doesn't care about excuses. He doesn't even want explanations. Like if you can have a nope. legit reason why you stumbled, you don't need it. Just prove to him that you're still here. Get on the mat tomorrow. Yeah. If you've stumbled, if you've screwed off the past 200 days, tomorrow's a new day. Get down there. But also, I, I wanted to touch on that because that's such a huge part of the program. Is everyone feels that way. You know, I've had more struggles than most the past few years, and. I felt that shame too of going back to the community thinking you've let people down and probably every single one of those people who we put on a pedestal and those people we don't put on a pedestal, they've all probably been in a similar situation. If you've been here long enough, you've had some ups and downs. That's just the way it is. We're human beings. And I think the most, the thing that made you feel like you were, um, you were outside the loop because you were, you were letting people down. It's probably the thing that you probably united you with everyone the most because, and we, we always like to say that here in the, in this show, because we like to let people know how common that feeling is because you don't think so, because when you're sharing all your successes, you, you, people don't go out of their way to share their, their struggles. So people think that they're the only one going through it when in all reality, everyone probably has, it's just life. We had Arthur on uh, a while back and he was telling us how he had struggled recently. Every single person goes through something and the, you know, that's the old saying every passing day is another turn day to turn it all around. You know, it doesn't matter. Uh, and I'm going to, I'm all over the place here. I know this, but I got to bring this up because it was one of my favorite <laughs> things ever. DDP uh, documentary with Jake Roberts. Um, I remember watching the early cut of that thing a while ago, and I think it's still in the documentary, but I'm not sure. Um, it said, you know, he was Jake had had his relapse, and you know was really down about it, and he was in bed basically just you know sulking and, and having a really hard day. And DDP was talking to him, and Jake says, "I just don't know why I do this to myself. I had." a hundred something, I'd say 130 days of sobriety. And I just blew it and just threw away 130 days of sobriety. And DDP said something that will forever change my life to him. He said, you know, you didn't, you didn't throw it all away. You're 130 and one. Like those days of success don't leave the tablet. They don't leave the tally. They're successful days. And now you're 130 and one. And tomorrow you'll be 131 and one. It doesn't discount anything you've done. And it's such a good way of looking at that because when you look at a fall or you look at a stumble and you wipe away everything you've achieved because of that stumble, I think it's counterproductive. Well, you yeah, know, it really it's, is. One of those, it's one of those weird things. So I have a quote here and it says, do you want to know how you fix a flat tire? You pull over to the side of the road and in order to fix the tire, it doesn't mean that you slash the other three. 
No, that's yeah, true. Love it. Right? You you have to deal with what you're being presented. You can't sabotage yourself any more than you already are because, really, your situation can only go south from where you are. So what are you going to do about it? I can tell you what you're going to do about it. You're going to change the tire, and then you're going to go back on the road, and you're going to keep on going. You're not going to slash the other three tires. And if you do, you need to ask yourself why. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's it, uh, it's it's just like well, you know, what the, you know we've heard you know time and time again. You know, you you uh, fall down at times, you get up sometimes. Yep, exactly. And and, and I'm getting we, up for and I'm getting up for like the thirty second time, but by God, I'm getting up. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. No, I. And I, we, we talked about the stumble. We acknowledge your stumble. We acknowledge that a lot of people stumble. But now I kind of want to turn it a, a little bit. And, you know, we could spend an all the whole hour talking about the stumble in the fall. But now, because we're almost in 2020, we're about to turn a new page. And we're about to the, the proverbial calendar uh, turnover, which is I, – I don't like your resolutions or something, but there is something I think um, – uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, symbolic of a calendar change. It's fresh start. It's a new slate. And I think there's a way to use that in kind of life in general. So what are we going to do moving forward? There's a lot of people who stumbled in 2020, but as soon as 2021, 20 is over, we can't use that anymore. We have to pick up the pieces. We have to kind of figure out where we're at, acknowledge situation survey the damage and we got to start doing something to fix where we are so for anybody who's who's out there and kind of relates to the story of letting a lot of their success kind of uh wane in 2020 what do we do moving forward what's uh, a couple things we can think of that graham and myself and crystal we can all kind of do as the first steps of kind of checking our head uh, leaving our past in the past and kind of picking ourselves up and and kind of trying to grab that lightning again and ride it to some more uh, great, healthy success with BDPY. I'll throw that to you, Graham, too. What's some things that really, uh, first, what's some things that you want to try to incorporate into 2021 that's going to, you know, pull you pull us all out of this funk? I know the, fir- I know the first thing I'm going to do is uh, – yeah, I'm leaving the demons with 2020. I am closing. I am shutting that door, and, and I hope to God I never open it again. It's it's going to be 2021 is going to be demon free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it ain't, ain't nowhere nowhere to go but up. By God, we're going up. <laughs> no, I, I agree, and I think a lot yeah. of that is about shutting the door on all of that because. There's sometimes when you acknowledge the funk, it finds it easier to live in it. And suddenly you start realizing you like the smell of it. And suddenly you're comfortable there and it's the funk, but it's your funk. And, you know, it becomes part of you. And I think it's important to seal that door when, and step outside of the funk. And, and it's important to acknowledge your problems and acknowledge the stuff, but you can't live there. You can't live in, live in the problem. You have to start living in the solution and I think that's going to be important for us all. And there's still a lot of bad things happening in 2021. And when we turn that corner to 2021, a lot of the stuff that's here 
is still going to be affecting the world and yep. the country and the society yep. in general. Yep, that's right. But I think there's something beautiful about the fresh calendar. I think it's a chance to really cleanse ourselves of a lot of us baggage of 2020 and try to find a new positive way of looking at things. It's been a really negative time. You all have friends that have just been really negative. I have friends. I've been negative. I've been cynical. And I think the first step in changing that is when we clear that slate and turn that calendar, we start looking at things differently. We start treating people who don't believe the same things as we do better. We start reconnecting with friends we've turned away because of some stupid Facebook politics thing or stupid, you know, life nonsense that we've all been fighting about for the past couple of years. I think the first step in my world is to embrace positivity again, which is the cornerstone of everything DDPY. And a lot of us has forgotten that in the past couple of years. And I think that's yeah, the first I, step before anything in, in turning it around. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I do too. Um, and you know, if there's any kind of silver lining to 2020, we, we realize what's actually important in our lives. And and you know using that as you know motivation for 2021, you know as, as you know uh, we realize that that uh, community and family are, are way more important than uh, what we used to think was important. And uh, just to, uh, uh, you know, like you say, kind of embrace the community again and use it as motivation to to think nothing but positivity and uh you know we're gonna we're gonna be all right we're gonna turn this corner and everything's gonna everything's gonna you know work out for the best and and uh you know not to dwell on it just use it as as a way to you know uplift our uplift ourselves and try to uplift their you know others also yeah yeah, I think for me, I really need to get out of this whole, I have been committing to being stuck. And, you know, I know that this is a feeling that so many people are, you know, rolling with. And I I don't like the feeling of being caged up, but I recognize the fact that I'm not the only one that's caged up right now. And we are going back into lockdown again, so... It's going to be a long haul. So, you know, there's, I think I've just come to the realization that even though things are difficult and challenging and, and, you know, they kind of suck right now, but it doesn't make them impossible. And I think that has been, over the course of the last couple of days, that has been the biggest shift I've had in my mind is that, you know, I don't want to commit to myself stuckness anymore that's that's a really great way to look at it and i was talking to rodney uh Estee yesterday and i was just yeah. talking about things we were just both uh you know rabble rousing about how much we miss live music and i love going to comedy and just the summertime here is so much fun so many fun venues and things to do out, outside and uh congregate with people and i was kind of having a moping session what was me and, you know, he, he we were talking and we kind of came upon the thing that, like, the lockdown sucks. Like, being isolated sucks. Dealing with this sucks. But if we kind of right. change things into a different perception of things, it's an investment so that we can have a future outside of lockdown. It's an investment so 
in a year or whatever it has to be, we can go to a concert. It's a, it's an investment uh, as a society to pull through this together so we can return to some sense of normalcy. So instead of looking at it as like an anchor or an albatross around our neck, think of it as the thing that's going to connect us again as humans. It's going to connect us in a public place and in a concert, in DDPY, getting down there and doing a workshop together or, or with friends going to WrestleMania and getting all together. It's like, this is what we have to do to find normal. And the more we kind of look at this as kind of a, a dreaded albatross around our neck, the more it's just going to bring us down. But this is actually a beautiful thing. It's a bunch of people doing what we have to do for each other to be there with each yeah. other again when this is all over. Yep. That, yeah, I agree. Right, we're, we're all in this together. And and just, just like when we finally did get to that, um, uh, finally get back to some sense of normalcy, and we have that, you know, get to see that first live event, that first uh Hopefully, at first summit back at the PC, and it opens back up how awesome that is going to be. Yeah, very, very much so. And, and and I'm out here saying like I want to return to normal. Like I, anything about me was ever normal. Talk to my wife. <laughs> There's no normal here. There's no normal. <laughs> weird, weird here is normal. Weird here is extreme somewhere else. Oh, but. <laughs> No, it's 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 it's, it's, it's we're we're heading there. We're all going to get there uh, together eventually, and um, I think it's beautiful how we've adapted, and uh, I think it's beautiful how we have uh, embraced technology. And to be honest with you, I kind of thought, oh, they're doing an episode of Saturday Night Live on Zoom. How stupid! That's a lot of effort for nothing. Or hey, we're still gonna have this birthday party or this. Or this, uh, you know, uh, wedding shower over Zoom. It's lame. It just seems like an unnecessary step. But the more time went on, I realized how crucial that was. Even if it wasn't fun or perfect or whatever, that sense of keeping that normalcy in check in some, you know, weird way, I think is how we survived all of this. Like, the technology came along at the perfect time that we didn't all have to do this alone. You know, even not on social, we could go face-to-face with people that are across the world. Here on this yep. radio show, I'm talking to you in Texas and Crystal in, in Canada. We have people who listen on every continent in the States except for Antarctica. I don't know if anyone's listening there. But I look at the numbers and I think, wow, what a – I lament on technology, but what a beautiful thing it can be when, when in something like this comes along. Because I don't know if I could have handled this without. Yeah, yeah that's right. And I mean yeah, – you know, I don't think that we're ever as disconnected as we make ourselves out to be because really there's an effort to picking up the phone or initiating a Zoom call or, you know, jumping into a chat room or whatever. I mean, it's all the same thing. It takes effort. So, you know, this is that whole thing. Are you committing to being stuck or are you putting yourself out there and for me I've been committing not so much on a work level but on a personal level I have just yeah you know you just oh things just seem so out of whack and it bleeds into you know oh I don't feel like doing that or oh I don't feel like doing this or whatever I mean it it's contagious yeah, it really is. And uh, just kind of on the side, I feel sorry for the ones that are listening to me. You know, the comments, uh, I, 
I do what I get when I really get going. I get kind of Doomhauer esque, and uh, been told that I should come with subtitles. So I got. <laughs> I feel sorry for some of them trying to understand what I'm saying. <laughs> but that's like it's so cool though. It's so cool that you're in Texas and you could be communicating across the world. It's just we. I think we take it for granted now. And and you know the DDPY to bring it back to this. And I hate to like sound like I'm being a sales pitch because I know I do when I say this, but it's what the app coming along. Uh, it's connected people, and it, in a way, we all feel like we're working out together. And the app and the way that the, the business model of working from home, you can do this anywhere, I think, is perfectly lending itself to the, the COVID. I know that the numbers and people have been really embracing GDPY even more so due to this pandemic. And sometimes yeah. it's all we got. You know, we can't go to a gym. Gyms are closed. You can't do this. So that was such a, a, a cool aspect of everything. And uh, I think it's going to be exciting. I can't wait to get back out in the world. I realized a lot of things about myself. A, I'm a pain in the ass when you're stuck with me all day. Ask my <laughs> wife. Uh, B, I thrive on human connection. And sometimes something like this comes along and reminds you things about yourself. And I think we're all going to come out of this eventually better people in the long run. Yeah, oh, yeah, I just we want a hug. Yeah. I, I do too. <laughs> <laughs> I, some, but, some kind of some kind of physical human interaction, whether it's a. Oh <laughs> uh, well, we talked about the um, you know the technology and all that, and you know all these ways to communicate. But I'm pretty annoyed that no one has responded to my AOL instant messages that I've been sending for. The past month. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, they're arriving in 1997, so maybe that's a little <laughs> a time difference. But. <laughs> oh, and I just want to say I'm proud of myself. I stayed on topic here. I, I didn't let myself go down the whole road of talking world-class wrestling with Graham because anyone who knows me knows how much of a world-class freak I am. Being a, a, a kid from Boston – uh, Massachusetts, uh, you wouldn't expect that, but ESPN every single morning, every single day after school, I was obsessed with that. And every time I, I'll text DDP and just bug him about Freebird questions because he was in the <laughs> fabulous Freebirds and he knows my love from for all things Michael Hayes and the fabulous Freebirds. So I was the first person he texted when we found out that the Hall of Fame was Michael P.S. Hayes. That's how much of an insane person I am about the Freebirds. <laughs> oh, he was God. the first person I te- he texted. So uh, I was pro- I was uh, you give, honored you to give do us that. You give us next three or four hours, and we could we could have a pretty good pretty good show about uh, world class wrestling. <laughs> I'm sure we could, man. That's that's why I probably avoided it because if I started talking world class five <laughs> minutes in, oh boy, <laughs> we wouldn't get anything. But uh, the hour's flying by, so I'm going I'm to, real quick, we have a tradition here uh, on the last show of every year. We've kind of been doing it, uh, a tradition, but, you know, with a few exceptions. We've missed a few. But um, every year we kind of do our no resolution New Year's resolutions because there's a connotation yep. that comes to New Year's resolutions that we all know, the joke that nobody ever sticks to them and all this stuff. 
So I don't want a resolution. I want an absolution. I want something you're going to force yourself to do in 2020 and make it a realistic thing. That's not going to be one of those things that by June or July or, or January, if you're me, you'll stop, you know, uh, stop uh, going towards what's an absolution. It could be something that's a, a guarantee, but it could be something that you're going to try or a goal. What is something that you're going to make happen for yourself in 2020? We're going to go around the horn with this. And I'm going to start with the ladies first, Crystal. Uh, what is an absolution that you're going to force into your world in 2020? Man, oh, man. So I need to learn. So the goal is, because I've been thinking about this, um, the goal is is that I have strictly made myself an option because I always have so much going on with my health. And I decided that come January 1st, the plan's already, the contract is drawn up. I'm making myself a priority to hit the mat. And I won't do every single day like some of, like, it doesn't work for me. I can't do every day anymore. But what I can do is I can do something. So I am committing to doing something, which is better than nothing. I love it. I love it. Shout out Hayden. Do something. Um, yep. All right, Graham. Sorry. Hit, hit me with your absolution, man. New Year's absolutions. Here we go. Okay. I got uh, got two of them. One, I'm going to say out loud since my wife's in another room. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to kind of I'm going to listen to her more because if you if anybody follows uh, Sylvia O'Quinn on uh, Facebook or anything like it, she is an absolute beast and has been for uh, yep. past a uh, little over a year. And uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna actually listen to her a lot more, and uh, by this time next year I'm gonna be as close to 200 pounds as I can possibly get. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be miles away from that starting line. Ooh, I love I'm it. so proud I of you. It. That's that's there we go. There, that's an awesome one right there. Um, uh, I, I I have been talking and I haven't come up with anything, so I'm just gonna have to come up with something off the top of my head. Uh, for my absolution, um, let's see here. Um, I'm gonna fulfill my dream as a Las Vegas showgirl. Is my first? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 no. My my life is to uh, my absolution is to stop listening to my inner voice because it does me no good. <laughs> you know how they say women women have uh, intuition. Uh, I have uh, I'm an internal arsonist because I, I create I create chaos inside of myself that nobody else could ever imagine. But no, it's true. I will make myself a goal, and then I will tell myself, "Well, you're not going to be able to do that in this time, or oh, it's not worth it." Because you got to. I'll talk myself out of things, and instead of uh, I'm going to stop thinking, I'm going to think less on certain things and do more. Um, and I think that's an important part for me. Uh, sometimes I think thinking is great, by the way, I'm not advocating not thinking, but I also think that I overthink and end up talking myself out of things that are good for me. So my goal is to react more to what I'm telling myself that I should do instead of convincing myself I shouldn't do things. Uh, they, I always say this, they say you can lie to everyone, but you can't lie to yourself. Yeah, that's bullshit. I can lie to that's myself right. better than anyone as I can lie to myself better than anyone, <laughs> and I'll buy it. So, so uh, 
I'm going to stop doing that. I'm going to try to be better about that. And uh, I'm going to try to be better to people. You know, I think we've all realized how difficult things are and how much uh, a friend is more valuable than a debate or an argument. True. That's right. That's great. So, uh, we got, we're running out of time here, uh, but real quick, uh, Gr- uh, Quinn, uh, Graham, sorry, Graham, I said backwards. <laughs> Quinogram. Wow. <laughs> it's quinograms. It's like it sounds like a traveling like uh, birthday greeting, like qu- quinograms or something. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Um, uh, we appreciate long you coming long long as not a, as long as it's not a stripper gram. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that'll be twenty dollars extra if you're looking. <laughs> my um, my oh thing's boy. named well, stretch marks. <laughs> Oh, uh, that's that's a good one. I'm gonna have to steal that. <laughs> um, but uh, thank you for coming on, man. It's been a pleasure, and I hope you'll check in with us down the road too. Kind of come back and give us an update in 2021 uh, how things were doing. Uh, we had a lot of fun. We got some people fired up. We told some really good stories here, and we also laughed and had a good time because it's the holiday season. It's 2020. We got to be able to. Un- uh, let our hair down and have some fun. So we thank you for indulging our tomfoolery, but also for uh, Graham's <laughs> amazing uh, story and his redemption. And there's a lot more to come. So I'm proud of you, man. And I uh, look forward to see you uh, owning 2021. So we appreciate you coming on with us, man. Oh, yes, sir. And I, I appreciate you having me. I um, I would absolutely love to, you know, come on in 2021 and give you an update of how everything's going and, uh, it was awesome to finally talk, finally get to physically talk to y'all, uh, and uh, hope y'all have a very merry Christmas and a wonderful New Year. And uh, let, once 2021 uh, rolls around, let's hit the ground running. Absolutely, oh, I love it. Uh, Graham Bam, thank you, ma'am. You got to use that. That's got to be like your official like gimmick, Graham Bam. Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> I'll get, I'll get some, I'll, when I get some t-shirts made, I'll send you one. <laughs> All right. All right. (laughs) Well, thank you, brother. And uh, I can't believe it. Another show flown by. 2020 is uh, last show of 2020. So, Crystal, you know, I'm putting a lot of stress on you. You know, I'm putting a lot of stock in you, but it's the end of 2020, the new year. We're about to turn over. We need a quote that's going to blast us through next week's show because we're off and then blast us all the way into 2021. Do you have a quote? that will throw us all the way through 2020, shatter the ceiling, the glass ceiling of 2020, and land us in 2021. You know, it's like you don't think I research these things. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Tonight's quote uh, is perfect for the time of year. So the quote is from Burton Hillis, and the quote is, the best of all gifts around any Christmas tree this year will be the presence of a happy family and friends all wrapped up in each other. Oh, well, awesome. I love that. I will say this happy Christmas and happy new year or whatever it is you people celebrate out there. You're all family and we're all wrapped in this together. And we'll see you guys soon. Thank you for being there for me personally in 2020. And I'm sure crystal, the sentiment is the same. Uh, We love everyone who listens to the show. There's so much fun interaction on the DDP radio boards uh, and the Facebook page and all that stuff. And I got to say, we appreciate you from the bottom of our hearts. This has been a huge part of uh, 
us surviving and, and touching base with all of you. And Crystal, as always, you work so hard to keep this show uh, uh, moving forward and all the little details that I'm not good at. I'm good at being loud and annoying on the microphone, but you're perfect <laughs> at doing all the details that allow us to be loud and boisterous on the microphone. So uh, we thank you for that as well. You're welcome. Thank you. Um, all right. I, uh, oh, sorry about that. The following year. No, I have great hopes for 2021. So let's be done with this crazy year. All right. I love it. Um, I put on Facebook a, a couple of weeks ago, I made this thing, uh, um, this little uh video of, of the countdown to new year's and i think instead of this year instead of uh uh this, the song what is it all these saying i can't even say it um we sing on on new year's i think it should end with the curb your enthusiasm theme <laughs> i didn't have it queued up <laughs> but if i was prepared i would but let's just think this is 2020 we're out 2021 see you guys <laughs> You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work and most importantly, own your life. Talk Radio. I'll see you on the other side. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit CarShield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at CarShield.com audio. That's CarShield.com audio.